up? Hey, we back for a fresh new episode. Yeah, though it's been a minute man, since I dropped some content, but I just been busy. Man, I've been busy. I've been working, uh, but you know, had to jump back on the mic tonight. Give you guys some fresh information, some fresh content, and talk about some things. And, and what I really want to talk about it is just just the the, the whole idea of the American dream or not necessarily American dream but the American uh, thing where you have to work all the time like where did this come from who created this this idea that we're all just built to go to school go to college get a job stay in that job for 20 30 plus years then retire from that job and then go out and try to enjoy life when you're old and gray like who came up with that like I'm starting to realize that more and more and more and more that each day that idea sucks like that is just so you know, it, it has nothing to do with me having a lack of work ethic I'm a very hard working person I believe in investing time and uh, you know I believe in investing in learning skills but who came up with this idea man that you have to come and go to these workforces and and just the workforce in general is so jacked up right now one of the things i can't stand about the workforce is that they don't really pay attention to your skill set like they base you know how they hire people how they promote people and everything basically just on who they like and who they don't like nobody looks at your skill set you know you can be an employee that's never late never misses a day of work always gets your assignments done on time you know anything the boss wants from you you're there you get along with all your co-workers you know just clean slate just clean cut no issues whatsoever the ideal employee and then you look up you've been working somewhere for 15 years and you're in the same position while people below you who late all the time don't show up you know, put forth very little effort, don't really care much for the job and express how much they don't care for the job. You know, they just don't care. And all this, every time you look around, one of them is, you know, getting promoted or getting moved up and you're still in the same spot. And you start to wonder, like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I not being chosen to move up? Well, let me let me explain it to you because I know why I learned this a long time ago it's an 80-20 rule you know 20% of people do exactly what they're supposed to do they're the ones that keep everything afloat they keep the ship floating they keep the engine running they keep everything working 80% don't do nothing they don't do a thing. They're the ones, they're the screw-ups, they're the, they're the mess-ups. But the employer depends on those 20% to keep things going. They know that they can depend on those 20%. They'd be like, look, I know I got six screw-ups on my team, but I got four that I can depend on. And those four keep me going. Those four are the ones that get the heaviest workload. Those four are the ones that the boss is always calling. They're the ones always getting the assignments. They're the ones that just always seem to just be getting worked into the ground while those other six are just lollygagging, man. They just chilling. 
and you're in the same position. You're like, we're all in the same position. So we all should be carrying the same workload, right? But no, no, you're not. Because like I said, the boss is going to go to who they can depend on. I think it's this whole thing, this whole ideology of the workforce, this whole ideology of, of you, know, you go to school for 13, 14 years, you know, from pre-K all the way to your senior year. You go to school and I personally did not like it. You know, after middle school, I personally saw no need for school. You know, people say, oh, it's for social interaction. They didn't teach me anything in school that I use today. They didn't teach me one single life skill. All school did for me, especially high school, was just make me dislike people even more because you forced me to be around people I don't like. I communicate with a few people from high school, but that's because of social media, but I don't hang out with these people. I don't kick it with them. They're not my friends. You know, some of them, if I had the opportunity, I probably would spend time with because some of them, you know, we have known each other since elementary school. And, I, you know, I can say they're a friend in that aspect, more of an associate friend. But these aren't the people that are here with me around the clock. We're not going out. We're not hanging out. We're not doing anything like that because I just never vibe like that. You know, uh, and then, you know, you fast forward, like I said, you're supposed to go to college or you go out into the workforce. Well, you go out into the workforce because you don't feel like spending a whole bunch of money on college and investing another four to eight years of your life sitting in a classroom. And, you know, like I said, you're thrust into the workforce. And so you're, you're basically building your resume off of whatever jobs you get or whatever skills you develop. But at some point you reach this peak where you can't go any further because the workforce doesn't look at your skills anymore. You can have all the skills. You can have 20 years worth of skills, but like, oh, well, you don't have this piece of paper. You know, you don't, you don't have this piece of paper that uh, saying that you spent $40,000 uh, in a college, uh, even though you've invested 20 years learning this skill, you can do this job with your eyes closed. You actually know more than I do as the owner of this company, but I'm going to go ahead and give the position to this person over here who has zero experience in the field, but they have this piece of paper, you know, and I like them, you know, they know my brother or they know my cousin, uh, you know, I like the way she looks in a dress, you know, or I like the way he looks in a tight t-shirt, whatever the situation may be. And that, that brings me to, <clears throat> brings me to something that, that I, that I've basically just, you know, it was like, it hit me like, you know, a punch to the gut. Like, why am I doing this? How many of you listening to this podcast are at a job you can't stand, but you're there because you have to pay the bills? How many of you constantly watch other people uh, get ahead while you're busting your butt doing what you're supposed to do? You're busting your butt for this company and nothing is happening in your favor. How many of you just have like basically reached the end of your rope, per, uh, so to say, when it comes to being in the workforce? You know, and I, I make jokes all the time about this new generation about how they don't have any work ethic which a lot of them don't but uh i could see partially why they do that because they come into a job and you know they're like oh well you know in the first couple of months if they don't get 
promoted or they don't get a raise in the first couple of months, they're out the door. To me, that's a little excessive. But then when you sit back and you look at people that have been there for years, decades, and, you know, they, they don't get any promotions or they, they just keep getting overlooked or they don't get that, you know, that lucky that lucky strike, you know, like, hey, we want you to do this. We want you to do that. Hey, you've been here since the beginning. You've helped this company grow. You know, you were here when we made our first dollar, you know, before we even touched a million. You were here. Uh, but we want you to stay down there at the bottom. You know, if you're doing such a good job at the bottom. We want you to keep bringing up the rear. Uh, we're going to hire all kind of new talent. Uh, and keep you at the rear and then they expect you to train the new talent like nothing to me is more disrespectful or a bigger slap in the face than you going up for a position and they hire somebody else in that position and expect you to train that person like is there no bigger slap in the face so you're telling me I'm not capable of performing in this position but you want me to train somebody else to do the position because I know how to do the position see that that right there is why I think the workplace especially the American workplace I I can't speak on other countries but definitely in America the workforce is just so out of whack like it the workforce and the justice system are about the same like they're just both they both need to be restructured you know you need to look at people's skill sets you need to treat people fairly you know jobs shouldn't be handed to people just because you like them or you know you shouldn't promise somebody a job just because you know y'all play golf together or y'all go on fishing trips together like that's a bunch of bs and again that's what leads people to just quitting jobs you know people don't quit a job people quit management you know people get into jobs and they actually like what they do I mean it's part of part of being a human being you know we jobs are required you know we all provide some type of service whether you you know even even when you start your own business the point of starting your own business you still are providing a service you're just working for yourself but you still have employees and that's one thing is, as someone like myself who wants to be an entrepreneur, uh, I don't want to lose value like that. Like, I want to treat my employees the way I want to be treated. You know, I don't want to find myself going down that same rabbit hole that I've seen my employers do where you know, they, they just diss the hardworking people and raise the lame people up, you know. And I've never understood the hiring process, you know. I've been in interviews before. I've filled out packets. I've filled out applications. They ask all these questions. I've taken tests. And you do the job. You, you, you take the test. You get the job. And then you get on. You, know, you get out there. You start working. And, and you're looking at other people around you. And you're like, did they, did they take the same test that I took? Did they go through the same scrutinization that I went through? Because y'all basically gave me a lobotomy you know, to get this job. Did y'all do that to them? Because there's no way, you know, they went through the same process I went, even though we're making the same amount of money. And I just feel like that needs to change. But like I start to understand why people really are branching out and starting their own businesses and, and going their own route. And 
my advice to to anybody right now that's uh, in a position where you don't want to be just just I'm not saying quit. Obviously, don't quit because you know we have responsibilities. You have bills. You know you have people to take care of. In your family, you might have children. Whatever the situation may be, but I say most definitely take the time to pursue your dreams. Like use the job you have now to fund your dreams. You know, don't find yourself caught in that trap. Uh, of spending years and years and years working for somebody else and you're not going anywhere you're just spinning your wheels you're not appreciated uh there's no growth uh and i'm and i'm making sure i practice what i preach you know i'm not just saying that and then i'm going to go out here and go sit in the corner at some job for the next 20 years and, and hate my life you know i'm, I'm pra- definitely practicing what i preach um, i always I always had a thing where if i worked somewhere for five years and there's no growth you know it it doesn't have to be immediate but there's no even even me having the option to grow i gotta go do something else and i'm not saying that oh i'm just gonna jump from job to job every five years but i'm going to do what's necessary to where when i hit five years i should be making more money or i should have a different title in front of my name uh, or at least be in the running for a different title in front of my name once I hit five years that's how I because I think anybody can learn a new skill within five years because actually it doesn't take five years to learn a new skill I believe it only takes about six months to a year to learn a new skill but you still need to put that skill to work you still need to tweak that skill you still need to to make sure that you're a perfectionist so after five years of performing a certain skill set I believe that's when you have somewhat became a perfectionist in it you know, you might not be the best at it, but you have a pretty good grasp of that new skill set. So I believe once you hit five years uh, in an occupation and you've picked up a new skill set, uh, the employer should look at that and say, OK, it's time to give this person a new challenge. It's time to give them a new skill set to learn. And that's how you should be able to progress. You know, you should go five years, five years, five years learning something new. You know, I learned something this year. I invest in that that skill now I know exactly what I'm doing with this skill. Time for me to put that skill to work. Now give me a new skill to learn. But that's not how the workplace works. Usually what you do is you find yourself working somewhere for 20 years off the same skill you learned 19 years ago uh, because they don't want you to grow. You know, if you're good at something, they want to keep you there because they know you're good at it. You know, if, if you're good at you know, overnight stocking, uh, and you want to move up to cashier and they're like well that's our best overnight stocker we can't just let him go we can't let him go you know and you'll find yourself in positions like that where employers will block your growth because they need your skills and they need your abilities in the position you're in to keep things running smoothly so they'll block your growth uh, so that's what I say and if you're if, if you have a dream chase it uh do what you need to do to get it done. Uh, things take time. Things take money. I definitely understand that. Money is probably the biggest thing that stops a lot of people from pursuing their goals. Because you don't just have thousands of dollars to throw away. And if it doesn't work out, you're like, oh, man, I just wasted all this money. But when you look at it uh, from a different perspective, we throw away money all the time. You know, how many times have you went to the bar and just threw away money? How many times have you went, you know, just shopping 
and you don't even wear the clothes. You know, you go in the closet six months later and there's you're like, oh man, I didn't even wear this shirt. And then you end up giving it to somebody or donating it. So money is one of those things is it, it is just a, it's a replenishable thing. You know, yes, you might not have a large sum of money right now, but you can make what you need to make and, and, and start getting things done. And there's plenty of resources out there. Uh, we just need to tap into them. Um, I personally believe that no one should be in a position, especially a job that makes them unhappy. And I also believe that you know if if you're not being treated the way you deserve to be treated, then you should find a way out. You should find an alternate method and, and find an alternate means and just get away from it all. And I think that that brings up a fear. We all have a fear, you know, when it comes to getting out of our comfort zone because when you get a dude you know you when you start working at a place and you've been there for a couple of years you get comfortable you know how it operates you know everything there you know who you're working with you know you know everything about the place and so you get comfortable and you get stagnant and you don't want to leave because you're like man i don't want to start something new you know man i don't i don't know these people i don't know these functions i don't i don't know these you know and it can be extremely frightening but my advice is just take that leap, you know, walk to the edge and just jump. Uh, again, I know it can be very scary because you don't know, you know, if you're going to make it again, when you have financial responsibility, you know, when you jump off that cliff, you're bringing that financial responsibility with you. So if you don't, you know, if it doesn't work out and you have to worry about, you know, repossessions and foreclosures and where your next meal is going to come from, where your next pair of shoes going to come from, things of that nature. It, it's a lot, but I think we have to take that risk. And again, I'm, I'm making sure I practice what I preach because there's, I've, I've reached that point now where it's time for me to take that leap and, and, and make a change. And I know a lot of people out there. I see a lot of people out there, uh, you know, they, they, they express their, uh, feelings about, about their current situation. And then, you know, they want to get out and they don't know what to do. And like I said, they find themselves you know, punching their fist against a stone wall because they're just like, man, I feel like I'm stuck here. I feel like there's nowhere for me to go. And that's where you have to basically let go and, and put your faith in the Lord. Uh, that's where you have to pray and you have to understand that, there's probably a reason that uh, things don't seem to be going your way where you are because you're not supposed to be there. You know, you keep trying to open that door. You're like, man, I want this door. You know, I want this position. I want this raise. You know, I want to be um, looked at highly and, and, and uh, you know, highly valued at this company. I want, you know, I want the employers to really appreciate me. You know, and I, I really want to be a force in this company, but that's not where you need to be. You know, not saying that you can't be a force or saying that you won't be valued, but it's probably because it's somewhere else. That is not the path that, you know, has been laid for you. Um, we as people tend to sometimes try to you know, make our own way. We tend to lose faith and we tend to try to do things and go against the grain and go against what's already uh, been destined for us. You know, we always try to fight our destiny. And I guess you could call it being hard-headed or you could just call it not understanding what's really going on. But uh, I can honestly say over the years, I have watched things happen 
and I, I just look at it, you know, when I when I get to the point where I'm supposed to be, I look back on my past and look at all the things I was trying to do. And it's like, man, if I would have if I would have made that happen or if that would have happened, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. Like I wouldn't be where I am today because that wasn't the path I was supposed to take. And that's what you have to stop and, and realize is stop trying to force things. You have to let go and, and follow your faith. And, you know, the signs are going to always be there. Like the signs are there telling you what you're supposed to do. You know, it might be a stranger asking you a question. You know, it might be a stranger just asking you something like, hey, man, can you, or do you do this for a living? And you're like, no, I do something else. Or man, do you do this? Or man, are you this person? Are you that person? That's the universe speaking to you. That is God speaking to you, using other people telling you what your path is, but you just ignore it. And I'm guilty of this myself. You know, I've had people basically telling me what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And I keep, you know, ignoring it or I keep brushing it off because I personally don't think I'm capable of doing it. You know, I keep fighting my own destiny. And I'm learning now to just let go and quit trying to force something that's not supposed to be there. You know, I've I've been let down several times uh, in in my occupation, uh, seeing things happen that shouldn't have happened, see things go wrong, and just just make me wonder like, well, why? Why is this happening to them and not me? You know, I've done everything right. Like I've literally did everything right. Why it? Why am I not the chosen one? But then I realized that. You know, right now, literally, just here recently, I realized, like, well, because it's not for me, that door isn't opening because it's not my door. And it's a lot of you out there right now turning the handle on a door and it's locked and you're kicking it and you're beating on it and you're trying to open it and it's not your door. We have to stop trying to open doors that are not meant for us because really and truly, what's on the other side of that door is probably going to take something from us that we're not willing to give up you know it's probably going to take a a piece of our soul it's probably going to make us lose our moral values we're going to lose our integrity it's going to make us do things that we don't believe in so sometimes it's best to just leave doors closed and follow the path that God has set forth for you Uh, not just in the workforce but in life in general relationships your family you know just everything you want to do in life when one door closes we're trying to force it back open because it closed for a reason and and like I said I've I've really witnessed that over the past few months uh, with the ice storm we just had here in Texas Uh, there was a lot of things going on in that situation and I saw a lot of people get doors slammed in their face and I was trying to figure out why why did this door close for that person this person was doing pretty much everything right like they were they were just rocking and rolling and then all of a sudden the door gets slammed shut in their face and and I took that personally like well why did why did that door close for them but I actually reached out to some of those people and they told me you know they told me hey man look I really wasn't happy. I'm glad that door got shut. You know, it, it it seemed like a bad thing at first, but it actually was a blessing. And so I'm looking at 
how many doors have been shut on me? How many doors have been closed in my face? How many locked doors am I trying to open that don't need to be opened? And I'm, I'm, I'm and I want you to sit back and think about that yourself. Like, really look at your life just recently and things that are happening to you and things that are going on in your world. And think about all the doors that you're trying to open that don't need to be opened. Now, once you think about those doors, I want you to really just meditate, pray, and focus on what's really in front of you. Think about the things that have been said to you. Think about the dreams you have had. Think about the things strangers have said to you in passing. Think about things your parents have said to you, your grandmother has said to you, your grandfather said to you, your children have said to you. Think about the things your friends have told you and really focus on what your real purpose is. And you will definitely, definitely see a change. And it's coming for you. I I can tell you that right now. If you're going through something right now, you're in a place right now where, like I say, your job or your relationship, whatever it may be. If you're in a place right now where that door won't open, leave it closed. Keep walking. Keep following that path. And I'm telling you, you will actually run into something that's a whole lot better that is destined for you. Your destiny is waiting down the hallway. Leave those locked doors closed. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a minute since I've been on here. Uh, you know, I hope that you guys got some understanding about what I'm talking about. Like I said, I know this, it started off me really talking about occupations and jobs and stuff. Because that's really, you know, with, with the virus and everything, a lot of people have lost jobs. And, you know, I've been seeing, like I said, a lot of people uh, are fighting for positions and they're just not getting them. And they don't understand why. And there's just so many different uh, aspects involved and there's so many different things and you, you know it's it's hard to believe but I hope these words resonate with you and I hope that you know you stop trying to open those locked doors and I hope you keep the faith and you stay strong and uh, like I said everything that you want you're going to get I'm, I'm speaking that in existence for you and myself everything you want you're going to get it's coming you just have to keep the faith but until next time guys stay safe it's all love